Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week and makes anything else to the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. Today, joining us on this Mother's Day, uh, before uh, several of us or two of us go to brunch, is a very special guest. She has a uh, book coming out on May 23rd, everywhere books are sold. It's called Raw Dog, The Naked Truth About Hot Dogs. It's Jamie Loftus. Hi, I'm Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for having me on on this beautiful Mother's Day. Big brunch day. Big day for the brunch business. Huge day for brunch. Yeah. Patty and I are gonna be real brunch heads today. I can't wait. <laughs> That's right. You got you got reservations? You're gonna are you gonna make your mom's wait in a brunch crush? Ooh, I was I was very thorough this year. This is the first year I've maybe really I mean I'll I'll say that and show up and we'll be, you know, fucked. But hmm. um yeah, this year I've got my mom and I've got I've got a stray. Um my mom's best friend whose kids live out of state. So Aww. she's jumping on the mom train, coming to Somerville <laughs> for brunch. I can't wait. Yeah. You're wearing, a, I believe, a Senor Frogs t-shirt, which A, great. Yeah. B, I'm hoping <laughs> that you are going to Senor Frogs for brunch. Good Mother's <laughs> Day, uh, Scott. I, I really, I don't think that Boston has, um, it's gotten with the culture to the point where we have a senior frogs there is uh, not a break kind of fun- spring ba- break destination boston <laughs> i mean not, i feel like boston would have town. one i feel like, they, I also- feel like they, they would also call him senior frog right like yeah. senior frog exactly. it would, it would not, yeah <laughs> yeah senior frog there's yeah. uh I, I got this in uh puerto rico this is i i was only in puerto rico for like three hours and we're docked at a senior frog <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, there Koki is there is there. a Margaritaville that they're like making a big deal of, of putting up in, in downtown. But I think, I mean, I anticipate that it will be a huge hit. I think people will really th- oh, this, yeah. this, this right. neighborhood needs a Margaritaville. <laughs> I, I went to I went to a, a Buffett show uh, last summer out out wow. outside at where uh, what's the, where, Foxborough wherever the Patriots you in know, Massachusetts like that. yeah, yeah. In, and With the it was people who'd go to the Margaritaville it was <laughs> yeah the heads based yeah. based on based on the the people what I saw there which was uh, sort of. Uh, I don't want to say life changing, but sort of perspective changing. We'll call it changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes, if you will. Sure, uh, sure. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's uh, Boston is ready for Margaritaville. That's that's uh, for sure. Yeah, I can't wait. Have, they have gutted anybody... the Hard Rock Cafe to make room for it, which felt like a, a statement. Out with was the there old, like yeah. a cool Rock like dead. Was there like an estate sale for the Hard Rock Cafe where they auctioned off all the <laughs> memorabilia? They have like um, an Indiana Jones warehouse where they keep all of it. So they just cycle it out, you know? Yeah. That was Man, I, I the know, Boston I'm, Hard Rock Cafe is like I I had some I had I have some like core childhood memories there. I'm I'm a really? little sad that Yeah, I grew up like an hour north of Boston and um mm-hmm. I, I went there for a couple birthdays and they give you a free brownie Sunday. Uh, and I was like ecstatic as if I was paying for my birthday. <laughs> food. Like, yeah. I don't know why it was such a big deal to me. It was all free. I was a child, but like the free brownie <laughs> Sunday really, really transformative experience. I'm very as sad. A planet, as a planet Hollywood kid, I loved like we mm. didn't, I don't think that Boston had one, but like the first time I went to New York, I was like, we got to get to Planet Hollywood. Same with the first time I went to Orlando. Also had to get to Planet Hollywood. <laughs> mm. 
great. Yeah, we we I I never went to play. Oh, that's not true. I've gone. I've since gone to like the very depressing Planet Hollywood in Times Square, which I don't know if it's still there anymore. We went when it was still there, and they so. yeah. they had the um. This is like a couple of years ago, and we got pictures taken. Forty dollars an entree too. Uh, we got the, we got like a, we got like a big blue drink and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, they had one thing that stuck out to me was they had several home, uh, like bricks from Home Alone two that like fell on I guess Marv's head. <laughs> wow. Uh, and and Ghostbuster stuff, but the big one for me was in the uh, in, and I've said this before, I'm sure on here, but in the gift shop area, there was a little lucite case just kind of on the wall, a lot, not a lot of fanfare. To me, very exciting. They had uh, the lament configuration from Hellraiser, so oh, the shit. cube that uh, sets off the events of Hellraiser, but it was called the Lamont configuration. <laughs> brutal typo. <laughs> Disrespectful. Was that the Inception drop? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's an extensive soundboard. Yeah. That feels good. <laughs> I think I think I've def oh the slack. No, no. <laughs> um I think I've I've mentioned it before, but maybe not in a while. It's like I remember years ago we decided like because everyone like thinks it'll be funny to do a bit where you go to one of these chain places in like Times Square and then you'd spend more money than like you could literally go to like one of the best restaurants in New York and spend the same amount of money. But yeah. I went with I It think, is like one Michelin star prices to yeah, go to. Yeah. <laughs> I think we went Olive Garden in Times Square or something. Yeah. I think it was me and uh, Carrie O'Donnell and I think maybe Louis Patesman and we went to the Guy Fieri restaurant when it had opened, like just just opened. And they put us guys in the American. basement. Yeah, Guy's American Kitchen. And Ooh. so they put us like downstairs or whatever, and there was no cell reception, so we couldn't even be like funny about it. Like we all had couldn't use our <laughs> phone, couldn't post anything from it. We just Guy had to Fieri sit was there. like, "Be that... present for this experience, yeah, motherfuckers!" I just sat there and <laughs> Put ate your sriracha away. onion rings that cost like twenty four dollars. That kind of dark. rocks. I mean, that sounds like a one act play. Yeah. <laughs> One of those like bottle, you know, bottle episode style ones. The one, yeah, that, yeah. a yeah. bunch of irony poisoned mm-hmm. <laughs> millennials forced. learned our lesson. Yeah, I don't think it, I was a Red Lobster kid. I loved, I loved the Red oh. Lobster. Yeah, go over there, tap like on the a- glass. They tell you not to, but. <laughs> you can do it. Were you like getting a lobster? Were you like a little, little like five year old kid? Ooh, no. Cracking into a, a lobster, you just I like was, the biscuits and stuff. No, no, I was big on. Um, a, someone sent me, and it's not. You know that. Um, it's like an Instagram guy who talks to little kids on the playground. Mm-hmm. You know the one where the kids like, I'm just basically a clam guy. I just like eating clams. That was me. People sent it to me. It was accurate. I ate a lot of clams, <laughs> fried clams, <laughs> and um, the other thing I've said this definitely before, but I loved the biscuits. The obviously Cheddar Bay biscuits. But at that time, I was like a picky eater, and I didn't like cheese, and I didn't like understand that there was cheese in the biscuits. And mm-hmm. I think my parents were just like, "Just don't tell him because he's going to stop eating them." But <laughs> yeah, I made a bunch of my friends when I was like twelve or thirteen drive out to the Red Lobster in Annapolis, Maryland, from DC for a birthday party, which was not Ooh. worth it. Uh, <laughs> can't An believe event. they did that. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, their wow. parents were not happy that they had to drive out into Annapolis to drop their kid off at a Red Lobster. But <laughs> I do, I do have one more <laughs> bad. Sorry. I guess they're they are chain restaurants, but it's that feels reductive to like what they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. Um, did did any of you guys have a Bugaboo Creek? This is like kind of a deep, but like it's yeah. New Yeah, I 
I like I don't no. think I ever went to one, but I I like know what they look like. I can like envision a Bugaboo Creek. I'm my... imagining like halfway between a chain restaurant and like a Jeepers. Like there's like <laughs> a lot of like fake leaves, kind of like an Outback Steakhouse sort of situation. It does have Outback have. Steakhouse energy. I think it's, it's like a mix between an Outback Steakhouse and a Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like a lightly animatronic restaurant where the theme is Canada. And oh. so ah. it's like they have like talking moose taxidermy and then like a big tree <laughs> that <laughs> greets you at the door. I thought it was so fucking cool. That was like my go-to report card restaurant. Um, they went bankrupt in 2010. No one had interest yeah. in an animatronic Canada restaurant, but I mean, we had, we had a place cool. a little like that. That was it was so weird because it was like it was sort of like a Chuck E. Cheese, but like not a franchise. Like it was the only one that existed, which like Whoa. is extremely strange. It was called Bear Right because um, it was <laughs> bear themed and it was off the highway, which is like, like pretty it. good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it had it had. An animatronic like bear band, and uh-huh. then it nice. also had um, it had like Chuck E. Cheese like video games and stuff, and then it had like a food court. So there are all these different like fast food restaurants. It was uh-huh. heaven for a child, um, <laughs> but then it closed and they turned it into a community college campus, which is really funny to me. Like, because I just imagine children going to Bear Right and then growing up and going. To college at Bear Right, which is never leaving Bear Right, just Bear Right all the way down forever. Bear Right rocked, R.I.P. But just like I don't know why it seems so strange to me, but it's just weird to like have be like I'm gonna just run one of these. I just I don't know. It's weird. Mm. I feel like it it would make parents not trust it. (laughs) Well, that was only one. I mean, that was the um. Uh, the the arcade that I was growing up, which I talked about on podcast, the ride, uh, which I shoehorned in, I was like, we have to talk about this place. Was the it's, yeah. it was the town over from me, and they had like uh, an individual like animatronic thing, um, like it called for like the ice cream parlor part of the place, and and that's a very old fashioned thing. This is like a guy from Brooklyn that ran it named Arnie. And that yeah, it was very kind of unnerving that it's like, yeah, why is there a one-off? You're getting custom <laughs> animatronics made? Like, how do you even do that? You're having You're someone build you robots? Yeah. <laughs> You're just buying them from like a closed down Chuck E. Cheese and yanking a new And they're putting a different tape in the them. right, yeah, in the machine. Yeah. yeah. Well that's how that's how you get the rock of fire explosion doing love in this club with the little moon saying, hey. Yeah, the best. <laughs> what a moment. Yeah. I'm overdue for this is really I was like, you're, we're all saying it was like, oh, these were so cool when we were a kid. I'd argue they'd still be cool. I'm overdue, I think, to go back to one of these. I feel like if I could go see an animatronic band play Love in This Club somewhere in New York City as a 35 year old woman, I would go. Like, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Well, there's, uh, wait, Jamie, are you LA? Are you a Los Angeles liver? I am. I'm an LA head. Because there's Bigfoot Lodge has a little tiny animatronic. There's a bar in Atwater Village that has like a small roped off. Roped off because it's a bar. And, That's you know. very generous to the tiny <laughs> yeah. animatronic. I mean, I guess, yeah, it is an animatronic. I think of it as like a Christmas decoration that they take really good care yeah. of. It, it, <laughs> looks, it looks less like a band and it's more like... Um, like one of those BB gun things at a carnival where like you get points for like shooting the like, you know, a woodchuck pops out and you shoot it. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. But still, I'm just saying even adults like everyone I know who ends up there like ends up posting a bunch of stories. People still love 
Oh yeah, I've been, I've I, I've been to Big. Yeah, that's right. I've been to this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I've been to this place yeah. too, and have no memory of the am- animatronic. So <laughs> they're, they're not front and center. Busy. Yeah, they're, they're not yeah. front and center. And I don't know if they keep them on all the time. I don't know what I don't know what that does to your electric bill. I don't really know. Like, mm. I can't imagine that animatronics are like Energy Star certified. Yeah, they like, probably don't probably, come with a sticker, which is well, the yeah. only thing that you need to know. Yeah, take it doesn't a have that yellow sticker on the energy bill, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's Senior Frogs. I, Patty, you and I have been to a Senior Frogs, isn't that? Am I wrong here? In together? Vegas? Uh, we've never been to oh. Vegas together, but I have been oh, to the okay. Vegas Senior Frogs. Um, Just I've double Senior been. Frogs. Yeah. I never yeah. find someone to go with me. There's uh, no... Yeah. Our, to Vegas? Fl- Not really a solo no. bar, Senior Frogs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like something bad... <laughs> Something bad would happen to you if you went to yeah. Senior well, Frogs by yourself. Our 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 flight our flight got delayed. I was with a bunch of friends, and uh, we went, and we that's where we went because I guess we had limited options for some. I don't remember why the decision making was done, but uh, uh, they had karaoke. It was like, it was like not it was like mid afternoon, and it was like karaoke <laughs> karaoke here if you want it, and of course. My friend oh, Amelia gets up it. and does like a <laughs> completely flat fly me to the moon in front of all these oh. families eating and stuff. Uh, God. And it was, have, yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard of this? I believe it's in the Philippines. Um, there is like a huge ban on Frank Sinatra karaoke in the Philippines. I want to say it's the Philippines because there were murders because people would sing Frank Sinatra badly and people would kill, like there were actual deaths because of it. Like it's so disrespectful to Frank Sinatra? Yeah, it's wow. called, I'll double check, but I think it's called like the Sinatra murders or something. And it was like a huge thing. Um, Jesus. Yeah, they I take saw, it very seriously. I was hanging out with a friend of the show, Dave Ross, yesterday, and he told me that in LA, there's um, a restaurant where you can go see Ty Elvis. All Do right. you? Ooh, I Where, did not. Dave did not tip me off. To <laughs> I can't remember what the name of it is, but apparently it's like it's a Thai restaurant where on certain date, like on the weekends or something, they have an incredible Elvis impersonator with a live that band. Doing music. Yeah. And he's like amazing. And I, yeah, I was like, I must see this. I must go. This sounds incredible. Uh, you wow. summoned Dave Ross. You just yeah. texted me with you frustrations about the Zelda game, um, but I, <laughs> there it is. Um, wow, but, the, only, uh, yeah, the only the only Thai place in LA that I it was uh, that Jilada place, which is very good, and there's the like non-zero the chance drawings. that you'll see Matt Groening. Mm-hmm. Right, that was, and uh, there was a guy who looked like eighty percent like him in the back, and I thought I was having a heart attack when I sat down. I was like, oh god, oh god, oh god, but it was not him, so it's fine. Yeah. Here, just to, <laughs> if anyone wants to go on the, you know, you got, you're up at 3 a.m. and you want to dive in on this. Uh, that's what, uh, so it's talking about, yeah, it was in the Philippines. Filipinos love to sing. Most of us can sing. There was a spate of karaoke related killings between 2002 and 2012. Within that decade, it's suspected that at least 12 time. people were killed in connection oh to singing Frank Sinatra's hit song, the My, My Way. The My Way Killings. Oh, my God. Oh yeah. my God this is on Wikipedia. This is incredible. Oh, yeah. my God. In 2007, a karaoke <laughs> bar security shit. guard shot a 29-year-old man singing My Way. Apparently, the young man was off-key, and when he wouldn't stop singing, the guard <laughs> pulled out a 38 caliber pistol and shot him. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, that's bad, but I would say that um, Barr should adopt this if you try to do Bohemian Rhapsody. I think yeah. that yes, should be yeah, a thing. Absolutely. Or at least shoot the gun into the air or something. Or, shoot into the or ceiling. I have, this, was, this is song, a recent... Um, this is at least a stereotype I have only recently become aware of um, about Filipino people, that they're incredible singers. Like... 
I feel like I've gotten a lot of TikToks like me in a singing competition when my competition is a nine-year-old Filipino boy. And it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, Honestly, the, well, they really care about being good singers over there. Yeah, yeah. not not yeah. not to extrapolate this to any other Filipino people, but the the guy who uh, replaced Steve Perry in Journey is Filipino, and they found him on like a singing competition or something. And it's it is frightening how similar his voice is. It's, it's <laughs> oh, incredible. Yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. So some something to think on. Some racial stereotyping. Well, I mean, if you want to get, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you want to get good at singing. You know, when it's that or get shot with a thirty-eight, you'll right. get pretty fucking good at right. it. Right. It might just be are yeah, high, exactly. apparently. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh should we do numbers? Let's do numbers it. time. Number five. I think this is me. It is. Uh number five comes to us from Bookmark nineteen, the Discord. And this is a uh a story about uh, invention and, and the human spirit. And uh <laughs> it's it, it's uh from let's see where is it in minnesota and it's a minnesota man invents beer powered motorcycle and um he has this is a guy named kyle michelson he has some previous inventions which include a rocket powered toilet not clear on what the rocket does powered there um and i feel like beer powered motorcycle just sounds like a joke an uncle would make about drunk driving yeah, or to be on a T-shirt, it would be like, "I'm not a uncle. I'm a beer-powered motorcycle." Right, or like, oh, or like, yeah. it, if it was like baked beans powered, it would be like a farting would be how the motorcycle mm-hmm. goes or something. Yeah, that's a very <laughs> uncle joke. Uh, I, yeah, so yeah, well, um, <laughs> and uh, so so yeah, so he's done a, a rocket-powered toilet and a jet-powered coffee pot. Um, he made this thing in his garage. It has a Four, instead of a gas-powered engine, it's a 14-gallon keg with a heating coil, mm. and uh, the he made coil it in his he- garage, not at NASA. This was yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh, he brought in a couple of uh, Army Corps of Engineers guys to help with it, but uh, no, it's Operation uh, co- Paperclip. He got old Nazis. <laughs> I, I, I want to know. More. <laughs> a couple of them are still around. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One way to take it from know Argentina. I more about the to rocket-powered toilet because. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought regular toilets were just powered by gravity. I don't know why you need like more energy yeah. to do it. It's a very special like... kind of a particular kind of butt. Yeah. I saw like <laughs> I saw this guy. I, I was um, walking around Boston on, on mushrooms yesterday because um, it's just a fun way to walk around. But there was a, <laughs> a, a there was a guy in one of those like I'd never seen it like a, a hovering surfboard. Does a that true hover, like, like true hover, not like the one where it's just two wheels and you like Back around. to the Future too. Like is that what true like? hover? But there was like a little fin. I don't know, like really what the deal is. Like it, it had the big airbag under it, sort of thing. No, it was like floating above the water, and it was like this guy. Oh, on the water. On the water, and okay. he, he oh. had, uh, and he was holding a little speaker uh, that was playing uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like he had a GoPro in one hand, his like. Red Hot Chili Peppers speaker in the other hand, and he was just like having the best day of his fucking life. Like it was just so. I watched him for hours. Yeah, I've, I've seen around. those. They got they have a really long fin, and you like run full speed down a dock and jump on them, and you can like pump them. Yeah, but, and then he was like, oh, it's like on a, it for fucking ever. It was it. 
Yeah, I feel like it had beer powered motorcycle. Yeah. But also, I was remembering right after you said you were on mushrooms, I was like, well, you can understand if we distrust this story naturally. <laughs> no, it was hovering <laughs> above the water, you guys. Yeah. 40, yeah. 50 feet. Now, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question, and this is my, uh, do you know which Chili Pepper song it was? And they all are very similar, uh, so it's hard to really, you know, it can just say one of them. That's good enough. It's, <laughs> it's like the one. My boyfriend, Danny, I hate it immediately. No, Californication. Under it begins the bridge. with an S. It begins with, no, but he was scar listening tissue. to Under the Bridge. It was Scar Tissue. That's scar so tissue. sad yeah. to listen to for what he's doing. That's like not <laughs> a happy Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Later in the afternoon, he was going in and out from Under the Bridge, being a little cheeky playing Under the Bridge. He was oh, just yeah. playing Red Hot Chili Peppers all day long. Nice. He's all, also okay. doing heroin. Straight. He was he got really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Scar tissue is not even in like my top ten of things I'd expect someone having a great sunny day to be playing. So, I guess the tracks. Uh, anyway, tell us about so, this beer powered motorcycle. So well, so so I so I think this rocket powered toilet or whatever. Um, I think that one, that might be just like the toilet is like the chair of like a rocket car or something because okay. this guy's whole deal seems to be like you know, like rocket propulsion for vehicles. So I, I don't mm. think there's like a, cause I can't imagine. Yeah. Like what the, the rocket powered flushing mechanism or whatever. It doesn't seem right. like it would really. Yeah. That Jet can't powered- be more efficient than just gravity pulling your turrets right. down. Right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so, so yeah, so there's, he's got a keg instead of like a gas tank, basically gas engine nice. and it heats up the keg. And then, um, okay. uh, it basically just, it's like steam, you know? So, so it's just basically steam power, but with beer, I guess is the, is the idea. Stinky I don't know why, steam. I don't know why it needs to be beer. It couldn't it's just be just water at that point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what so says the price of gas is getting up there. I don't drink. I'm not a drinker. So I can't think of any better to use it for fuel. It's like, well, yeah, but you, you don't, don't have drink. To- a sober yeah. man built a beer-powered motorcycle? <laughs> right. It, right. It could be, Why did he have a he, bunch of beer around if he doesn't drink? This is so... Yeah. Okay, so his, his son... His <laughs> son are so heavy, too. What the, motorcycle, <laughs> the motorcycle could be adapted to run on almost any beverage. Could be any kind of liquid. It could be Red Bull. It could be... Car- piss, Red Bull piss, first? Piss. <laughs> it could, it's even more expensive. It could be... Car- yeah, you gotta buy like 50... Like hundreds of cans Tiny of Red cans Bull. cans of Red Bull. Pouring uh, them in. It could be caribou coffee. I don't know why that specifically. It could be anything. But beer, <laughs> why not? He has to mention it. I, I would just yeah. go with like get like a deer park thing and do it that way, you know. I don't yeah. know. Get, yeah. some, get some water in there. Uh, <laughs> well, the, I feel is... like this speaks to like a very common like gas price fallacy, where like obviously yes, gas is getting more expensive. Almost any other liquid you can buy is more expensive than gas. Like I'm trying to think. I'm trying to do the, the calculations. Liquids available for purchase. What's what's dirt? What's a dirt cheap keg? I remember from like college, I'd probably say it's like 60, 70 bucks. Yeah, I don't. And how I many gallons are in yeah. a keg? And how long can you run the motorcycle off of a keg? Well, you have to be <laughs> pumping the keg the whole time, like you're at a house party. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the standard beer keg size is imperial gallons. Is that just English people saying it in a way to confuse a me? I think that's eleven gallons. gallons. So I can't. Why do we always end up doing math on this fucking podcast? God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Yeah, take the yeah. If you want, if you want to know the answer, take it to the math uh, genre. Okay, yeah. don't worry about. Don't worry. I'm retired from doing math on this podcast ever since I did an incredible calculation of chicken nuggets eaten per minute and got it exactly right. I'm like, oh yeah, that oh was yeah, my finest retire. Yeah. yeah, Jersey yeah. and the rafters. I'm proud of you. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank uh-huh. you, Donald. 
It, all, it was also. What was that like heartwarming of... music in the back of him saying that? I'm so weird. Like a, you, an apprentice good. book. <laughs> <laughs> it must be. Yeah, it must be from the apprentice. <laughs> I, yeah, anyway. I don't know if it's yeah, way he, more yeah, he or was way saying less, that to Meatloaf. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm floundering here. I don't know if it's way more or way less. Definitely more inconvenient. Um, $70 for 11 gallons is more expensive than gas. I don't know if it's seven. I'm trying to remember. It depends on where. I don't even think you can get a keg in New York. I think they would. You're not allowed to do that unless you're a bar. You need like a license. I can't. I haven't even thought about kegs in so long. Like you just talking about pumping the keg just like brought back a flood of memories. Yeah, for me. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember. I, I don't like. I remember there used to be a thing at least in my college town, like the deposit because they're fucking. You know, it's all uh, college kids are wildly irresponsible, and like these places are so worried about getting their kegs back. Deposits on kegs were really high. It was like. I feel it was like thirty or forty dollar deposit, and so at house parties you had to like protect your keg because people would steal it and return it for the deposit. Like, ah, like if everybody whoa. was shit faced and the keg was empty, people would just like fucking grab it and go. Make I mean, that's $30. like forty bucks. That's yeah, you know, it's like a catalytic converter situation. Yeah, yeah, it's too easy. Man, yeah. I've been. I mean, this is truly like what YouTube, how bad it is. I've been watching a lot of mechanic videos lately. lately. I don't even, I've never owned a car in my life, but somehow they got me. Um, I didn't know how much catalytic, catalytic converters went for. And when they said that on the video, I was like, I might go steal some of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like $1,500, dude. They're like, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I have like so many friends who, who've had them stolen and most <laughs> like it's inconvenient, but they're like, yeah, I mean, like, I, I kind of understand why if I, I parked on the street, you know, it's kind of asking for <laughs> the street. I feel like you should be able to park there. That is yeah. like, a, yeah, it's kind of like one of the all time places to park, like yeah. one of the top ones. Top the 10. Street, yeah, they, they had a picture of somebody who it was like Mad Max. They'd covered the bottom of their where the catalytic converter was. They'd covered the bottom of their car with razor wire. So that nobody could oh take it off. It was fucking oh badass, honestly. Yeah, they sell. They, yeah, they sell like um. You can get like a bolt-on cage for a roundup, but then they just saw through the cage anyway. Like they're, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, a it's already that, cage. It's already that kind your... of operation. They should yeah, just make that's them... the problem is that anybody who's stealing your catalytic converter has the tools. Like yeah. they're <laughs> cutting something out of a car. They have. They should just make the them make them detachable, like stereos used to be. Like they, you pop oh, up, pop yeah. off that little front thing. You just go. Obviously, you have to crawl under your car every time you leave it somewhere. But uh, you know that seems. <laughs> this like is a, a real nostalgia hit. We've got kegs. <laughs> we got my buddy Tyler popping off the front of his car stereo. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Top notch stuff. Rolling Huge. around in his Honda, blasting fucking. Tiesto, the aftermarket Ooh. speaker system. Yeah, I don't. This, yeah, this guy just. I don't know. None, nothing he's made sounds good. That's. I'm taking this guy down a peg. <laughs> Ooh, the rock, the the guy who calls himself the real Rocket Man. Kind of like I didn't. I didn't say that before. That's oh, his, that's his uh, nickname. Whoa. He's he's taking a shot at Elton John there. Well, I don't know. I don't know if Elton has responded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah waiting, what we're waiting for the response. Elton John Elton claps John. back at Kai <laughs> Michelson. <laughs> Yeah. He's never even built any rockets. Why is he <laughs> calling himself that? We need Elton John's version of the story of Addy Don for him to come back at the real rocket man. Just rip <laughs> him apart about his illegitimate child. 
yeah, so that's that's look, you know, this this thing sure does seem to work. So that's cool. <laughs> um you know, they can pour all the Bud Light in there. Everyone hates that now, right? So just do it. Just, just, just. There we go. Going. I well, yeah. if if um, because we've covered uh, rocket enthusiasts, amateur rocket builders on the show before, and yeah. uh, I but do. They try like to. They try to go up. They don't try to go uh, fast. That's go there. Yeah, they they go. They're more vertically interested yeah. rather than horizontal. Yeah. But I do think one thing they seem to all have in common is that they're really mad about things that have gone woke. That is something about <laughs> rocket people. Well, the, the OG guy was a flat earth guy because he kept trying to yeah, get up high yeah, enough yeah. to prove it. And then, well, he, he died, but. They're trying to get oh, to space right. to get out of, out of the realm of wokeness. Look, show know? me the curve. Yeah. Show me the curve. <laughs> we, we, we didn't talk about this, but there, there was a guy who spent like a ton of money on some experiment recently. I, didn't, I don't know the details. But oh, the light one? Yeah. It basically yeah. like conclusively proved the earth is round. And he was like, ah, well, uh, nevertheless, uh, I still believe. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, they had a video of it. I, I think we we're talking about the same one. And it was something about setting up two kind of sheets with like a, a circle punched in them. And it was like, okay, well, if the Earth's really round, the light should go through in this specific angle. And they lit it up, and it went through at the exact angle it would go through <laughs> if the Earth was round. <laughs> and it was just like curb music, like yeah. No that good. happened in the in the Netflix. There was a Netflix documentary about flat earthers that came out a couple years ago, and it was the same thing. They set up this very elaborate experiment that then conclusively proved that the Earth is has a curve. Um, and people did the same thing. They were just like. Well, we must have like not been standing in the right place, and that's why yeah. it, uh, mm. it it's like, worked. Damn. <laughs> it the, was the, an the, easy mistake to make, and <laughs> <Right>. I <laughs> wasted five years of my one human life defending it for some reason. Yeah. Man, this, like this, this this cabal is really committed to proving me wrong here, but I know I'm right. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a pretty like intense move from flat Earth to QAnon, right? Like I think a lot of people kind of bailed on flat Earth when it seemed like the Earth may not in fact be flat. And they're like, oh, well, there's like kind of a spicier yeah. uh, conspiracy group around and they kind of just hopped Double over down. there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And like, I remember this, the Netflix documentary about it came out at sort of the last possible second that those people were kind of harmless. Like, yeah, it, it came out like right before all of the QAnon stuff where it's like, oh no, we can't just sort of like endearingly laugh at these kooky people they're like actually very frightening now they need to believe something really dangerous yeah right i'm always i always want to know what the deal is with like re the moon is the moon also flat and then is the sun flat is the sun like a little you know well no i mean no 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 one meant to no one went to the moon first of all obviously Um, of course i forgot I assume Oops. it's some it's all some kind of projection. I mean, the big thing about the flat Earth <laughs> is that there's like there because there's like the end of because if it's flat, there's an end. But they have like the the fake like ice. You know, they they set yeah, the ice walls. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's the CIA's on ice. I don't know. Apparently, it's all U.S. It's just the CIA, right? Right. Wasn't that right. A part? That's right. Uh, well, I, I assume the WEF is heavily involved now as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, they, yeah. they are sort Soros. of like the they're like the Thanos of of these people's worldview now. Um, <laughs> And then the underside is just, I guess, roots hanging out, like when the sidewalk turtles. ends. Yeah, uh, turtles. <laughs> we're combining a lot of different. Yeah, they got. Right, yeah, they, yeah, we're on Stephen King's Great Turtle. That's real, that's what we're on. Real patchwork yeah. sort of thing going on here. Uh, um, should we do number four? Let's do it. Let's do it. Number four. Uh, speaking of cool liquids, uh, we got this liquid. Maybe who knows. Um, we got another spill story. We cover a lot of spills here. People 
bee spilling <laughs> stuff on the highway. We cover a lot of spills here. <laughs> we do. We it's do. undeniable. We cover a lot of spills. <laughs> it's a show that's all about thrills, spills, and chills. That's what <laughs> And to be honest, it's because the spills keep outdoing themselves. Like every spill we cover on this show, we're like, this is the worst thing you could possibly spill. And then a month later, some other uh-huh. truck driver fucks up. This is, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I believe this might be in Boston. I don't know. No, like, they are already traumatized enough from the spill of this substance. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh. I, uh, what, what did they spill? Uh, molasses. This is a truck full of molasses. Okay. Molasses is kind of an spell. old school liquid. Yeah. You think yeah. you could just Do you guys know about the, the Boston molasses flood? No. no. Flood? Am I breaking this news to you guys? Oh my uh, God. Sounds I, like I, something I know. That happens I know. in Candyland. Yeah, I know of this, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, Kath, please go go ahead. It ha- it happened in 1919. I just pulled up the. Uh, the oh, uh, I thought you had that like. Top bookmarked yeah it's, her, it's in her tool bar 21 <laughs> people died like in molasses it was, it was a like bye disaster bye. yeah is that and it happened fault? in boston it was um it, oh sorry go ahead what did you say jamie well it's if you get i don't know it's i guess it, it's really really you get stuck in place is that the situation because it I feels like so. you should be able to outrun molasses right it's, it's like famously slow but once it's you're in sticky, there I and i believe <laughs> I believe it was like hot at the time, so like oh, moves no. faster. Like, yeah, no, it's like really bad. It's like, <laughs> I mean, it is. It's the this is the closest to becoming a gingerbread man you can do, because that's basically gingerbread, right? Molasses is that in there? Baker, Baker, listeners, don't yell at me. Oh my god, I don't know. Um, I, can, I can't, I can't endorse or deny that one. I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, no, gotta... it like it did like structural damage. Like I think it was molasses is very slow, but I think like the quantity that was spilled was so bad. It was like a factory or something that like I mean blew the thing up. is, even if it's not much, like molasses is if anybody else has badly tried to make a shoe fly pie before, let me tell you, molasses <laughs> is a mess. It is or like you have to like throw away a table. It's just super <laughs> fucked. Um but it is good. I mean, yeah. I well, the spill here isn't that much. It's just like but a it truck, might just right? Be, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a tanker truck that fell on. There's not a lot of molasses in this picture, but I don't know if that was just early on. It does feel like you could plug it up pretty quickly. Yeah. Like you get in there with a cork. And, and as Jamie said, like it. you have you have ample warning that it's coming. Yeah. yeah. I guess I didn't know it could behave like fucking lava. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's that's good to know. It's it's so sticky. It's so sticky that I'm kind of wondering what would happen if you were going like 65 and hit molasses. (laughs) Like, would it just throw you through the windshield? (laughs) Immediately stop you? Yeah, it's it's like dense enough. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, this is some Mario Kart shit. This is a Mario Kart ass (laughs) obstacle. I mean, I'm I'm picturing uh, Michael McDonald from Austin Powers just standing while the molasses comes. (laughs) No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it probably also the road probably smells incredible because it's sunny and it's like hot molasses, nice and sugary. Well, that's like the the molasses flood a hundred years ago. That's like the lore about it is that that part of the city in the summer when it gets hot still smells like molasses. Like that's nice. I mean, it's a nice well, silver I mean, lining. To- <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Is it nice for? Is it nice to their descendants? Molasses and yeah. flesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> flesh is suffering. a bad part of it. Yeah. <laughs> in sure. tune. Wow. Oh, it's in the north end, man. Italians yeah. can't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> All Were you guys? Did you, uh, Eli and Patty? Did you and Shelby maybe too? Did you live in New York when there was the maple syrup smell? Do you remember that? Oh, maybe. What year was that? I, I'm trying to. It remember was before like I very... lived here, but it was like this thing where everybody. I remember reading about it on Gawker. That's how long ago it was. Um, yeah, it was. It was in. Yeah, it was in two. two well, it was, it was there. It was a few different times. I think it was in like the yeah the mid to late uh, aughts. So I was I was in New York. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I was not not yet and. Like they later were like, yeah, we were testing to see like how if somebody used chemical weapons or something, how they would like spread through the air. And they did it with maple syrup smell. Did you have to test that? I mean, I feel like it would just spread. I feel like. But you like tested the, that and the they were direction, like, yeah, it would and be bad. No, but like how it would. Well, acor- according to Wikipedia, um, it was actually traced. It was not a test. It was that was one of the rumor, one of the, one oh, of the okay. sort of thoughts. It was. A um a, a like a food processing plant in northern New Jersey that does like um uh, extracts for flavor and fragrance and what they were processing oh, yeah. was fenugreek seeds which I guess is commonly used in substitute maple syrup so that certainly would explain it um, but I guess like the the prevailing winds or whatever brought the uh, the scent or something like that uh, to yeah, make everyone uh, think that there was some kind of weird. Yeah, mass psychosis event happening or something. That, yeah. I was like, that does sound like psychological torture. If everyone's telling you it doesn't smell a little like maple syrup, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. Evil. I'm it's, having a brand new kind of stroke. That smells like yeah. It smells like it's breakfast. Like, it smells like breakfast. There's a massive there's a massive fire at the toast factory, and now everyone in New York <laughs> thinks they're having a stroke. I mean, it also is like. I, it kind of makes me miss that, you know, we know what causes a lot of stuff now because, you know, that happens back in like medieval times and everyone is just thinks they've been blessed by some sort of, mm. they're like, ah, oh, this is Zeus's favor or something. We must have right. done something right. They come but, up with a cool fable about it. Yeah. Not like enough the, fables like, anymore. <laughs> like the idea of these, the fa- the faction in the medieval times that were, were still worshiping the Olympian gods. That's, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guys they in were, like suits of armor that are like <laughs> sacrificing like a, a sheep to Zeus. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> they were just dabbling, checking it out, seeing what that god could do for them, you know. Let's see. No, but mm. I it's the molasses just I don't I didn't even know that there's I feel like there can't be that high of a demand for molasses anymore. It's like yeah. I actually like molasses cookies and it's like kind of hard to find them. You have to go to like a weird, I don't know, grant. You have to get them at, like we were talking about the Christmas tree store. I feel like that's the only place to get molasses um, cookies anymore. It's and like it would be old shop. too. They yeah, all taste old. They're None good, of the food at the Christmas tree old. shop is current, yeah. I don't think. Um, molasses, yeah, I think of it more as an ingredient. I don't think anyone's eating it loose anymore, right? Was anyone ever <laughs> eating it loose? Just straight up, raw with a straw. <laughs> Just like a, yeah. like, it was probably like, molasses. Yeah, if you were, if you were, it was a cure for some disease at some point, I'm sure. Like a spoonful of molasses. 2.40 a.m. going back to the fridge for more molasses. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. It's a, if, you're feeling, if you're feeling tired, uh, try some of our molasses drink. And it just has cocaine in it as well. Or yeah. 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 <laughs> all of my ailments. My ailments. Eli, you're talking about molasses cookies, though. It does make me think that a really good concept for a store would be like a grandma food store. 
like yeah. a yeah. place where you can get like Werther's and molasses cookies and you can like get Brazil nuts, but they're called a really racist thing. You get all those <laughs> grandma classics. You can get uh yeah, you can get the Whitman sampler, but you get to pick. It can be all one of the types, you know. It's yeah. not even it's not even a sampler. It's individual, you know, Whitman's like all reds, like yeah. Starburst. <laughs> I mean <laughs> that, <laughs> that must have been a thing at some point where it was not weird to go to someone's house and if you were a little peckish to just crack a ton of nuts on their ca- ca- like main <laughs> living room table. But I guess they're, yeah, they're like, oh. There must have been a time because that is what is in the houses of people oh, over yeah. 80 years old. So Yeah, let me just crack <laughs> open point. 20 almonds on your, you know, just messy <laughs> stuff. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I really want a molasses. Do you guys know the molasses cookie I'm talking about though? I yeah, think even Pepperidge Farm. Yeah, it looks like a kind of like a. It's in a shape because when they invented them, they could only make like two shapes of cookie. It was either like round or like flower ish looking. I feel like even Pepperidge Farm has phased them out, and they're the company known for nostalgia. So. Oh, I, I, they're known I like, for remembering. Yeah, I I like the uh, Pepperidge Farm. I mean, aside from other, there's other ones, but I, it, you said gingerbread. The little gingerbread men are pretty good. The ginger man. Um, which yeah. sounds like something that appears uh, in your dreams or something. The ginger man is here. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a mix of Bloody Mary that's been like perverted by really mean school children who are trying to make fun of <laughs> the redheaded kid. Yeah. I went to Django's uh, al- uh, taping last night, Django Gold, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, um, and he, he was doing... <laughs> Uh, he's so funny. Definitely everyone, when that comes out, you should definitely watch it. It was so good. But he was doing observational comedy about his own night terrors. Oh, and yeah. He, that's, kept, yeah. Mm, he kept talking about the Midnight Man. And Y'all know the Midnight Man. You hate to see him. It's like, I'm sick of this. Guy. <laughs> what does this gesture even mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, 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 went, I, I went to the 1030. I, that's definitely where the, the Ginger Man riff came from now that I think about it. So uh, copping to that. Uh, no, definitely listen to <laughs> you it. You were there? I was at the, I was at the Late Show. Oh shit! I was there. At, I went to the early show and then left, and then came back to hang out with people after. But you must. Oh, I'm, I must. I must have left. Like, yeah, I left not too late because I had to go. Uh, uh, we had. Uh, I had Liza duty, although she ended up going to sleep and not needing me. Um, but that was fine. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, he also he also closed the the late show with uh, the joke that I'm not going to tell it on here, but the 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 bit that got him booed off stage at Littlefield <laughs> on on his birthday four years ago. <laughs> Uh, I know which one it is, and uh, <laughs> it is extremely funny, and those people were wrong, but he is yeah. a great man for getting booed off stage on his birthday. You need to do <laughs> it at Littlefield. We're talking about loving piss. No, no, <laughs> that, right? no, this is a different no? joke. No, and it's, no? And it's it's really fun to listen to the bit, and then you're like, okay, that's pretty bad, but like, when were the, oh, like, you kind of are like, okay, here's where the booze start to come in. Yep, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, you'll have to tell me it after. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's... <laughs> That's Bunch of people at Littlefield sending angry emails to the skint or whatever, being like, <laughs> I can't believe. Murph, I was Murph guide deluged with emails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bad Slava, just his inbox wrecked. Yeah. Going deeper and the deeper. The website has the been old... DDoSed. It's just <laughs> over. <laughs> Hey everybody, if you're enjoying this regular episode, I bet you would enjoy the bonus episode, which you can get at our Patreon, patreon.com slash whatatimepod, for only $5 a month for each month. What a deal. This week, 
we talk about the Australian Outback, and we chat about being single. Yeah, this is a Eli and Kath only bonus app, so it is Singles Night on the podcast, uh, or as Eli put it, Bleak Chat. So <laughs> check it out. Uh, we also answer an Am I the Asshole question uh, relating to toppings on pizza. So check it out. Should we do number three? Let's do it. Number three. Uh, this story comes to us from Wales. Um, and also, Wales is not the name of the... Man, y'all are getting real <laughs> crazy with these with these I just saw names. This, I just saw this name. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, let me very glad I don't have to say this one. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I said that the the molasses came from Kate GG Gilmore Girls Allen. So okay, credit where credit is due. Um, the now what's this one from, Kath? This one Who's? is this one is from Blowstoff Bang Zoo. So thank you, um, thank you so much for that. Uh, so yeah, this is from Wales, and um, this these people in this in this town. <laughs> UK, I'm sorry, you got to get it together. You can't expect us to do these stories and not make fun of you uh, when you're when you're uh, the place where this is taking place is Uckfield College. Come on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come up with some names that aren't so silly. Uh, but anyway, outside of Uckfield College, there's this road that is full of potholes. It's like a really bad road, um, pain in the ass to drive on, and everybody in this town is like, "You have to fix this road. This is ridiculous." And it hasn't been fixed in a really long time. And so the residents of this town have um, come together and come up with a solution that I believe has been successful, which is that they have drawn penises around the potholes so that the town has to come like... (laughs) to like take proactive action on them. And uh, yeah. They're doing it. Fed up road yeah. users have drawn attention to potholes by painting rude shapes around them, according to Wales Online. That is a very rude shape. Wait, it did, do we know if it worked yet? Or did everyone just draw a bunch of dicks on the road and they're waiting to see if people care? It does seem I, like it could turn into like, a standoff. It, yeah. <laughs> I think it is a standoff where like, because obviously scrubbing off the drawing is easier than filling the pothole. So I think it's just they've sent out people to scrub them off and then people are redoing them to be like we're gonna mm. keep doing this until you fix this road mm. and, and it's and, uh yeah also it's like this road is fucked up and they so there's like a ton it of bottles in close proximity so it really looks like a lot of penises waiting at a traffic light which is pretty good <laughs> <laughs> they're all pointing the same way and they're all like yeah also i like that the they they've seemed to have kind of gone with a, a strategy or like a format of the pothole almost always being in the left nut so it's very <laughs> symmetrical it's orderly. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. These these street dicks have huge balls. Yeah. 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 And the very classic, pronounced. yeah, classic kind of you know elementary school, just two perfectly round balls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> straightforward. This, uh, them all pointing in the same direction reminds me of. Um, have any of you guys been to Pompeii? In in no. Pompeii, no. are we going to talk about the, are, not are we since talk, the accident? Yeah, <laughs> are, are, uh, are we are we going to talk about the guy? You know the guy. No, I was going to okay. talk about. There are definitely there are some there are a lot of rude shapes at Pompeii for sure. There's a lot of frescoes. Mm. There's the guy, the famous guy. Um, mm. But no, so in Pompeii, they 
in order to point so it was i think it was like a port city like i think there were a lot of people kind of coming in and out who didn't live there and to direct people to the brothel there were engravings of dicks pointing toward where the brothel was it was like a road sign so like Love it. here's where you go if you got a dick uh yeah a lot of people so that's kind of what this out. looks like you know what i mean <laughs> penis <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> they were all yeah. about it in there you know wow not- the, se- the second picture of this has even more like this road is fucked and also yeah it every single one the pothole is in the left nut like they really coordinated on mm. this here i'm sending you another one like they're a little militia yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. they look unionized they are standing <laughs> at attention that's true they <laughs> And I like because of the placement, some are kind of like the tips of some are poking at the balls of others. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's like a school of dolphins, sort of. It's kind you of yeah. they're all comfortable <laughs> together. Like it's not, yeah. it's not romantic or anything. But and, they're, and like, it's, they're close. They're yeah, migrating for the winter. <laughs> yeah, <they are. laughs> there he goes. Can you hear him? Oh, really? Lily's going no. off. Oh, okay. I guess the sound gating is working well. So never mind. <laughs> He, he's, you know, he, he somebody somebody dared appear on outside the window, which you can't, you simply cannot do. That's simply not allowed. Uh, he appears to have calmed down mostly now. Well, thankfully, bit. no horses around today. Uh, no, only yeah, thankfully, only on the TV. But no, he's 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 already, he's chilled out already, so that's good. Um, yeah, yeah, but we're safe, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> it also looks like someone said that uh, today the pothole fixing gang turned up, so it may have paid off. I mean, pretty All good right. strategy, honestly. Yeah. It's a good protest. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm these people it. have banded together. Like, and great for local kids to just see a bunch of dicks in the road. I mean, <laughs> has yeah. to be a delight. Well, it's Europe. They're much more. Well, England is not. <laughs> like, they're much more open. <laughs> actually, like, not England. I don't know. They're still Maybe pretty. this will help. But yeah, yeah, I'm proud of them. Loosen up, you guys. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Uckfield College. <laughs> Loosen up a little. Live a little. It's like sounds like pig Latin. It's just nonsense. <laughs> I can't imagine. Keep it loose. People are like. I can't imagine people are super excited to go to Uckfield College. I feel like that's probably a safety school. That is a safety school. Yeah. Yeah. Uckfield. What are, what are people majoring? Oh, I gotta look it up. What are people majoring in at Uckfield? What's their specialty? Is it I really? Mean, I hope it's an it's art school. Like- yeah, it's Majors. spelled like fuckfield, but without the F at the beginning. Yeah. Wow. So I guess this was actually in England. It was um, reported. The, the story came from Wales, like the Wales online or something. But oh, it's a, yeah, it's a community college in, in Uckfield. Damn. The college runs a number of educational and cultural events, including an annual model United Nations known as Munga. Model United, <laughs> Model United Are you Nations Manga at Uckfield this year. General what? Assembly. That sounds like it should be in Australia. That does not belong in Wales. But, yeah, uh, that's just an Australian guy saying manga. Whatever. <laughs> manga. There's a there's a singer. The one their famous alum include the Rag and Bone Man. Oh. <laughs> like the guy who made the clothing company Rag and Bone. This isn't another nope. night terror thing. No, he's he's an English singer. I don't know. He goes by the Rag and Bone Man. What the fuck is happening over there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, wow. He looks like um, the Rag and Bone Man. Oh, he's the guy from that the TikTok meme, the I'm only human after all song. That's the Rag and Bone Man. Oh, there you go. 
Yeah. Our Huge. alumni include Baba Yaga, the witch on the chicken leg hut. <laughs> also, this is just more English bullshit. This is it's for it's children, but it's called a college. I hate what they've done with yeah, no, <laughs> their own language. Their public schools are private. Like they have all this weird, weird oh educational God. stuff. Explain yourselves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, Answer to me. Number whatever number two is that what's yeah, next? Number two. Number two. Oh, yeah. I gotta go to brunch in like twenty twenty five minutes. All right. We can definitely. We'll yeah, we'll tie in it. We'll be sure. we'll be good. Or my mom will like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Number two comes to us from cool friendly guy in the Discord. Now that's just nice, you know. That, that, thank you for having a name that. that does not have anything about cum or blowjobs in your name. Cool, friendly guy. See, but now they're not going to do it. Yeah, we'll see what it is. We'll see what it is next week. Uh, (laughs) So this this friendly guy at the blow bang or whatever it's going to (laughs) be. This this is a story uh, with a a headline that I think we can all enjoy. YouTuber who staged plane crash faces up to twenty years jail. Uh, So I think I can. I think I can agree with that. Um, This guy, uh, I guess, uh, some a classic prank. This guy, Trevor Jacob, classic YouTuber name, oh, two first names. Two YouTuber first name. names, yeah. <laughs> Burpo Lurpo, dude. <laughs> cool shirt man. Yeah. Uh, I saw, uh, I, I was uh, passing, I think it was like a fucking, what, it was like a, a Zoomies. And uh, oh, yeah. there was a YouTuber selling, his name was Balin Levine, and his, <laughs> and his brand was called Frick Vape. <laughs> and he was a real kid he's a real kid who exists in the world it was crazy wow that's some real uh uh like 2012 line break joke like sort of, i don't know how that frick that's like taken from one of those somehow yeah um cops are like when that kid was born right so he's probably named after yeah. one of those jokes one of those yeah. jokes from the year of what my birth yeah, <laughs> I trust that guy with a liquid that goes into my lungs. Yeah, let's get some fucking e juice from Frick Lerpo. Frick babe. I mean, I mean, I, I was I was walking by, uh, uh, like, uh, Barry Park on the way to uh, Django's taping last night, and they were uh, uh, how you remind me was blasting uh, in the bar, and I was like, oh yeah, like most people in this bar probably um, their parents like. Uh, conceive them to uh, this song or something around that time. Like how yeah. cool! Um, Do like Green Day's on oldies stations. We don't yeah. even know into this, but time it's passing. I don't care for it. So anyway, this time YouTuber, this YouTuber, yeah. uh, apparently he's like a former. He, he's like Xander Cage or whatever his name is from Triple X. He's like a, a, a snowboard cross competitor, extreme sports don't athlete. Ask, don't act like you don't know the exact name of the guy from Triple X, Patty. Is, that is, is it? Is it Xander true, Cage? Was I? I, I was. I think I we all know it's Xander Cage. Okay, all right. Well, I thought it might be another X. I thought I, I, I don't know how much how hard yeah, they hit the X. That's only one X. Like, right. what are you Triple X? Where are the other X's coming from? Yeah, they're from his neck, the back of his neck. Yeah, his tattoo. <laughs> Um, <laughs> welcome to Anarchy 99. Um, so, uh, so yes, yeah, so this, this, and he also was a snowboarder in the, and representing the U S in the winter Olympics. And now he's a guy who fakes plane crashes on YouTube, I guess. Um, or doesn't fake them. There's a real plane crash. He just bailed out before yeah, it crashed. Clarify, he crashed a plane into the yeah. earth. Um, that so part he, was not the hoax. So he, he, um, the dramatic footage, 
3 million viewers, which is pretty low for crashing a plane, um, until I <laughs> crash my airplane, uh, yeah. you know, and I assume it's one of those fucking uh, thumbnails, you know, crash my airplane, you know, or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, There's a shocked-looking woman with huge boobs in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so for some reason, Mr. Beast's face is on it, too, because that yeah. seems to be... The, the, the entire internet is conspiring to show me Mr. Beast's face. Um, <laughs> I, I, and and I love seeing it. weird rictus grin I love is to see it. me across I love, the internet. I love to see that mirthless smile, and I, and it's wonderful, <laughs> and I love it, um, and I just want to see it as much as I can see it. So, um... <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so this dude, he had the selfie stick in his hand and he jumped out of the plane or whatever, ejected from the plane. And then uh, other cameras placed all over the aircraft show it crashing. And then um, you're telling you know, me he ghost rode this plane. He did a fucking <laughs> ghost ride. Ba- on the plane? Ba- basically, yeah, he jumped out and then they, and then there's cameras everywhere that show the plane crashing. And uh, and then he like hiked to it or something and had like a dramatic like, you know, I don't know, like a naked and afraid style video, though I don't think he was naked, but you know what I mean? Um, mm. And then I guess like he was ordered to preserve the wreckage by the uh, FAA. They were like and the, and, the and, and the transportation safety board. It's like, what the fuck happened, man? Like, why'd your plane crash? Like, you know, generally like agencies want to know if a plane crashed, like what caused it, yeah. you know, kind of thing. You know, it seems yeah. fair. Um, and uh, I mean, you're he, now involved with the FAA who are not like. Right. Uh, he told Known them he didn't. For fucking around. He generally. told them he, he told them he didn't know where the plane went down. But according to a plea deal that he has since, uh, uh, you know, he played. Uh, he he and a friend winched the wreckage out of the forest with a helicopter and uh, cut it up into little pieces and disposed of it like you would, I guess, a body around. Oh, uh, you what did they <laughs> like? He's fucking Robert Durst. <laughs> nuts. You're putting pieces of a plane in your bathtub with acid. Throw- in it? <laughs> Throwing my plane in Galveston Bay in yeah. trash in right. individual trash bags. They, they chopped up I the killed plane. the plane in self defense. <laughs> Just like googling how to dissolve plane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Survey over Google results here. Yeah, they chopped up the plane and threw it into a pig pen, and the pigs just ate, ate uh, the plane. And yeah, he, I guess so goats. You could use goats to dispose of it. Yeah, yeah I should yeah. do this. I'd be good uh, at it. Okay, so here, here we go. He, he so he admitted in the plea deal he intended to obstruct federal authorities when he disposed of the wreckage and he created the video as faked. He never had engine trouble, but the video was made to make money through a sponsorship with a wallet company, which should <laughs> also <Ridge> be... Wallet? <laughs> wow. I, I don't know which wallet. This is the it's fucking gotta Ridge be wallet? The, it's gotta it's be the Ridge, be the wallet. Ridge wallet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The hard wallet that can yeah. survive a plane crash. Did you? There did you, you go. Yeah. Did, Tough the break scoliosis. For those yeah, because you know, yeah. you know, what you're worried about when your plane goes down is, will my wallet survive? That seems like a really. Big, I got to make sure I have all my documents when I get out of this plane crash. I can't tell you how. Every time I pick up my wallet, I go, "Why is this thing so dang soft? I want it to just send my spine into an S shape." Every time I sit on a non-cushioned chair, I will my say my driver's good. license needs a road case. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. I want to take out my credit card at the bar like a butterfly knife and okay, have, I'm, okay, get I'm drunk go- and then have my credit cards fire out of the side of my metal wallet, <laughs> scatter across the <laughs> sticky floor. Yeah. Guys, I have some good news. Uh, LA Times, uh, it was the Ridge wallet. It was yes. absolutely the Ridge wallet. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. they, so they've been huge blocking. for Ridge. Let's I mean, I feel like they kind of got, do they not have to pay him out now? And they still get the, they still get the plug kind of works out great for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the Ridge should cover this guy's legal expenses. I mean, if, <laughs> yeah. they, if they knew about this, they were conspira- conspirators. So you could go, go after the Ridge wallet people. Um, I will say that was a, uh, I saw like, uh, 
uh, Elon Musk like posted like, look how great Twitter ads are doing. And the testimonial was from like the CEO of Ridgewall. And it's like, dude, who cares? How are you selling? (laughs) That's your number one, not like NBC or something like really? Okay. (laughs) I don't know how I feel like it's We're seeing better returns than ever for the, for people buying this wallet. Uh, A wallet is not something you need to buy more than one of. And I've never seen one in real life. Who it's just these well, I mean, tactical I mean, wallets. All the all the Twitter blue people need to need to buy new wallets because they gave them to the wallet inspector, so they have to buy <laughs> new ones. <laughs> that is true. They need to buy wallets constantly. Although I, I of all people, should not be casting judgment on people who need to buy new wallets all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ridge wallet might be good for you because you could hear it clank into the bottom of the trash can when you throw yeah. your wallet Jamie, away. Jamie, we've discussed accident. that uh, on this podcast that my I am an insane person and accidentally throw my wallet away every six months. Oh, you throw it away. I throw it away. Yeah. yeah. So, I was like, I just like leave it around. You throw it away. I th- put it in the garbage. She slammed it into the garbage well, can. Kath, what Kath doesn't like mess, so she does throw they, it away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sparking joy, so you have it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. my wallet is not sparking joy, I will say that. <laughs> There's but. a damn moth that flies out of it every time I open it. <laughs> I was trying to yeah. pay with buttons. Uh, how the the production value on this YouTube, how, okay, so you had to hire a helicopter to winch it out, and you I mean, you crashed a plane. That's like, and it got three million views, which is not a lot of views, especially for like two years ago, right? I I do feel like that is like the Mr. Beast effect, where like every YouTuber feels like they have to up the ante to some fucking scary degree, and uh, I don't know. Well, you saw he you saw he built a whole town, right? Everyone's living in his town. Yeah, so we're we're heading towards we're heading towards a Branch Davidian (laughs) type deal with Mr. Beast. It feels like. Oh no. Like a, happened to America? Like, oh, there will be some kind beast, of standoff. Standoff. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, so this guy, look, I hope he gets a huge sentence because I find him, I find this annoying. Uh, any kind of YouTube prank <laughs> stuff needs to be shut down. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. make an example out of him, I guess. And also yeah. put the Ridge wallet in jail too. The yeah. whole enterprise. They're put all him in the down. brazen bull. Lock him up <laughs> in a hard... <laughs> You know, you know when you have a big ridge wallet and put it over the fire. You know when you're at a sleepover, like the ridge wallet, right? You know when you're at a sleepover and uh, one of your homies falls asleep first, and you throw him in the brazen bowl. (laughs) That classic prank. You ever drawn and quartered one of your homies? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do number one. Let's do number one. Let's do it's time. (laughs) And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Uh, this story comes to us from Chenandler Bussy uh, in Discord. Um, it is from Scotland. I guess I'm on the UK beat this uh, this episode. Yeah. Uh, this is just like one of my favorite headlines of all time, um, which is, quote, Loch Ness Monster Hunter, colon, I thought this job would be easier. So <laughs> he, uh, his name is Steve Feltham, and uh, he's a... Very serious looking old man sitting on the banks of the Loch Ness Monster River. He quit his job to move to Loch Ness in 1991 to look for Nessie. Wow. He was like, I've been called. This is this is my yeah. calling in life. So he's been doing this for 30 years. And he's like, man, really thought I would have 
figured this out by now. <laughs> I thought I would have really, nailed it. Really assumed I was going to find <laughs> Nessie pretty quickly. That's so, have, have you guys ever been to Loch Ness? No. No. I went a couple years ago. I was doing Edinburgh and they like give you one day off the whole month and they're like, you can go to Glasgow for the day or you can go to Loch Ness. I was like, I'm going to go to Loch Ness. And people who work, live and work in Loch Ness are like the first to tell you like, yeah, no, it's just kind of like a marketing thing that we do because why the fuck would anyone come here? Yeah. Uh, it's the middle of nowhere and it's like not even that, well, this is maybe controversial, but like it's kind of like just a place. It kind of looks like shit, uh, but maybe there's a dragon there. But it's like the people <laughs> selling you like fucking fish and chips, they're like, yeah, it's made up. Yeah. yeah, he should talk to them. He should talk to people in his neighborhood. They'll tell him to move. <laughs> Engage with your community, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I st- I still want to believe. I think maybe maybe she's just really good at hiding. You know, I mean, it's you know, it's not. Hey, you know, that's you got you got to have. I mean, so, there's got to be some mystery in the world. You know, I don't think we needed to, a true. conclusive answer on this. You know, yeah, but how deep is it? I mean, can't you just? It's really deep. It's oh, okay. like. I think it's like one of the deepest lakes, if I'm not mistaken. Like part of the legend of Nessie is that there is like a lot of water that it could be in. Like. <laughs> That's part of the legend. <laughs> no, like, I, love, I love the idea of this guy being like, I thought it'd be a lot Imagine easier. Imagine a lake with lots of water. <laughs> it's a lot. What? It's really deep. Does, he, do, does it like detail like what he's been, like his methods? What has he done so far? Well, so the picture is him with binoculars. So. <laughs> yeah, he thought he'd just go stand on the shore and be like, I oh, have, there she is. Have, like, yeah, he's, he's just on the shore like, kip, kip, come on up. I, I have like no empathy for this guy whatsoever. <laughs> I so apparently he saw her once. And oh, then yeah. he was well, like, of course he's going to oh. say that. Oh, word? <laughs> you can't be like, I never fucking saw it. it been there since 1991. Oh, we was like, God. I saw her once. I really didn't think it would be this long until I saw her again. Oh, so, oh, so it's kind of like a love story. That's yeah. nice. He's yeah. just waiting. What did she look like? Can uh, he not like say? A like a torpedo going through the water. That's what he said. Mm. So... Okay. Sounds As like with all Nessie sightings, but... could have just been a fish. <laughs> they also live there. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm surprised man. you didn't see. How have you not seen something that you thought was Loch Ness like at least twice? You've only seen one thing on the lake ever. That's <laughs> li- that's awful. That's so this, sad. Is, this is really testing me. Yeah, it's like for the most part, I feel like tragic figures like that. You're like, oh, that's like. I wonder what like makes a person want to hang out in Loch Ness for, you know, over 30 years. But then there's like this guy, it's just like, you just like want to take his lunch money and push him in the lake. Like, it's just like, <laughs> that's so, and, and the, and what is he, who reported on this? Who reported on Who's giving him attention? We yeah. can't let the media that's, do this. I also, we can't give this guy attention. He's not, he's, yeah. he's he sucks. He's a loser. I know what you mean where it's like, you, in so many stories like this, you're like, wow, this like lone eccentric holdout. Like what a, what a maverick. What a like interesting, unique person. But this guy, you're just like, get real, man. Get, a get real. <laughs> this also feels, I mean, I hope this is the truth, but this does feel like the pipeline to like 
look at this weird older guy to like this weird older guy maybe killed his wife. (laughs) It's like a two week media window where they're like the guy that the internet fell in love with two weeks ago revealed to be wanted for murder. I'm keeping close watch over this one area of the lake because of Nessie, not to make sure right. no one goes down there. No, <laughs> I have. I need to check what's down there. No one else. No one else. Look there. Don't I'm go. I already looked down there. Don't look down there. She's not in that part. Um, I also love in here they got another picture of some somebody who saw Nessie, and it's always it's like Aldi McKay saw what she thought was a beast in Loch Ness, and it's always an. First of all, an old ass person, and they always have the thickest fucking glasses you've ever seen in your life. You have these people that look like squints from the sandlot, and they're like, oh, they saw a blur in the lake? You fucking think so? You think they might have? Yeah, maybe a fly hit their fucking Coke bottle glasses. That's what they thought it was. But. You know, I just want to kick this guy's ass, but good for him. I'm glad he's still looking. <laughs> yeah, well, I really wasn't expecting well, this to come out in me today. But. Well, this, well, this is this actually this the way this is it, it tees up uh, what we're going to play to close out the show, and we're gonna we're gonna let you pl- plug the book in a sec. But I just want to say um, this idea of like the searcher who can't find um, uh, one of our one of our listeners and, and longtime supporters, uh, Platts, who is the uh, percussionist for Imagine Dragons. This is not a bit. This is true. Um, he and his band and his bandmate, Ben, um, they were listening to one of our episodes and we were talking about Robert Falcon Scott. Do you know, uh, he was one of the South pole, uh, one of the guys to try to get to the South pole first way back when. Um, so he, his team, um, got to the South pole after this long arduous March and they were aware that other people were looking, you know, and trying to get there and they found a tent with a note in it dated five weeks before. Like, so they, they, they blew it by like a little over a month and he wrote in his journal uh, and I'll get the quote here. Um, the worst has happened. All the daydreams must go. Great God. This is an awful place. Uh, and then they had to go home and their trip home. They all died. So that's how. That- <laughs> <laughs> so oh, great. Um, anyway just like one of the most as I put it because I, I was reading the David Graham book The White Darkness one of the most owned men in history just so brutal um, <laughs> but you respect the searching wish, you know um, I wish that there was a, a journal like that found in that YouTuber's plane yeah. <laughs> there you go uh, yeah. so yes yeah, so, so, uh, so, uh, so Platts and, uh, and Ben they actually did a song based on Robert Falcon Scott's voyage uh, under the artist's name Cat Boys, and they said we can play it, so we're going to play it after uh, Jamie uh, plugs a little bit, and we do our plugs. But uh, so thanks again to uh, to Platts and, and to Ben to the Cat Boys. Jamie, so what cool. you what you got to plug? Uh, my book about hot dogs is called Raw Dog. It comes out May twenty third, uh, and yeah, it's a it's a collection of essays about the history of hot dogs. Uh, about meatpacking plants, so the depressing stuff. It's about competitive eating. It's about a road trip I took across the country in 2021, uh, learning about hot dogs and hot dog businesses across the country. It's about stopping the Wienermobile. It's about a lot of stuff. It's about everything <laughs> that I could uh, learn about hot dogs before my deadline, which ended up being a lot. Um, but yeah, it comes out the 23rd, and everyone should get it. Mine is coming in the mail. Very excited. Hell yeah. Become a subscriber at patreon.com slash whatatimepod for weekly bonus episodes and much more. And head to whatatimepod.com slash links for our merch store, Discord, and more. Follow Patty, Kath, and Eli on Twitter and Instagram at Patty Moe. 
at Kath Barbadoro and at Eli Uden. And check out Kath's other podcasts, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters, wherever you get your podcasts. Here's where you can see us doing stand-up this week. No stand-up. Eli, you probably got some. You made an amazing graphic about how you wanted people to book you. That yeah, and I said, I said, <laughs> do you want a version? And I said, I won't be 30 minutes late to the show. And it turns out that's a pretty compelling argument. Um, yeah, I'm uh, this week, you can see me this Tuesday, uh, May 16th at 8.30 p.m. at Heart Bar in Bushwick at the Keep It Casual show. Um, check that out. Also, Eli will be on uh, the next paid protest show, which this is, is true. June second at the Silo. So definitely come to that because it's for a good cause. I think we're this month we're raising money for um, people to go to the DSA convention or something like that. So yeah, it should be good. It'll be very fun. Is Eli it June second or June first? Sorry, June first. It's June first. June first. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all. Let's play that. Let's play that Imagine Dragons song or that Cat Boys song. Cat Boys. Oh, and the song is called. <laughs> I never even said the title. Uh, the song is called. Uh, where is it? Sorry. Get down to the South Pole. Week after week, cresting the peak. The view is devastating, devastating, devastating. Just as I feared, the flag quite clear. Your tail more captivating, captivating, captivating. Oh, Robert fucking Scott, second place now. His Royal Majesty disappointing, doubling, double. Robert fucking Scott, discoverer of nada. His Royal Majesty. Get down to the top, you gotta get down, get down, get down to the top. You get down to the top, then you gotta come back on the food for your mouth. You get down, get down to the top, gotta get down, way down to the top. You get down to the top, then you find you lost that race in the way up north.